home of the Pats, the Sports Hub. of the game brought to you by Live Nation. Dome is the timeless music of Chicago and the classic sounds of Brian Wilson. Two rock and roll Hall of Fame legends live in concert July 10th at the Xfinity Center. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. This is the Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Jim Murray and Joe Murray and now joined as we normally are by Greg Bedard at Boston Sports Journal, BostonSportsJournal.com. The Patriots fall to the Bills today. Greg, 33-21, to 21, and I thought the defensive performance on behalf of the Patriots, shades of the 2019 boogeymen down the stretch. Can this be fixed, or is this a real problem here? Well, I think they ran into the perfect opponent today. I think they were very fortunate with the weather conditions in Buffalo for the first matchup, or else we could have been looking at something similar. I mean, Jim, you know I've been saying for weeks that I I wondered what would happen with the Patriots, this defense, if they ran into a team with a decent quarterback, good enough weapons, and just spread the Patriots out. And but the thing is, is like you don't really there aren't that many teams that can do that. So you know who do they have coming up? They have the Jaguars next week, and then the Dolphins. Dolphins could do it a little bit. It's not really their mo. But there are very few teams that can do it in this league. The Bills were one of those teams. Dallas could do it. Tampa could do it. Uh, so are they going to run into an offense that can, that is capable of doing this to them again? Uh, hard to say. It could be a while in the playoffs. We'll have to see who their playoff matchup is. But that's the formula uh, that the Patriots have to get. They have to generate pressure. If Matthew Judon and Christian Barmore are not going to dominate up front and they, they were – uh, very seldom heard from in this game. If if those guys don't dominate, then the Patriots need to scheme up their pressure. And if you spread them out, it's easier to see where their pressure is coming from. The quarterback can get rid of the ball, especially if he gets protection. Then if they're playing zone coverage back there, then guys can run between zones and get open, which is what we saw with Isaiah McKenzie time and time again. It was bad today. I mean, the zero punts for the first time for any Belichick coach team ever including the playoffs, uh, you know, you, you'd like to say this is going to be a problem week after week. I just don't think many teams can do that. But, yeah, it's certainly alarming that a team was able to do this on their home turf in front of fans that really wanted to be into this game. And it's been back-to-back years they've done this now. They've gone and won by double digits on the road. Josh Allen has done it. They also did it without two of their top wide receivers – and I, you know, Isaiah McKenzie's a fourth, a fourth string receiver for them. Why did scratch the first game? And, and think about this: Why did they never change anything? They went from zone to man, but did they never? They didn't try Mills on the outside. And then, you know, another note is Joan Williams wasn't inactive. I'm not saying he would have made an impact, but did they have anybody else that could have played the nickel today? I don't think they did. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think Joe. What happened was the Patriots went into this game thinking, all right, they're down Gabriel Davis. They're down Cole Beasley. All right, they're going to have Diggs. We'll take care of Diggs. We'll limit what he does. And largely he was limited today. He did have a few big catches, but I think he was 8 for 75. And you'll take that with Diggs. Uh, you think, all right, we're going to take care of Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox was largely taken care of. You're like, all right, well, we're going to do that, and we can cover the other guys. We'll get enough pressure against this line, which really isn't that great of an offensive line. And the Patriots just misjudged it. I mean, I I do think it was a bit of 
you know, Josh Allen getting really lucky that his miscues in other games that kill this team. They got lucky today, including the J.C. Jackson dropped interception right after they made it uh, a six-point game. Uh, there were He had some other errant miscues. I thought they, they were fortunate, and it was a byproduct of them not being good enough on defense on the first two downs where the Bills could keep going for it in fourth and manageable. And, and that makes it really hard because Allen can run and pass. But I think that the Patriots went into this game thinking, we're not going to need to do a whole lot on defense considering what they have. Like, he's Isaiah McKenzie's not going to kill us. Well, you know, he, he had the game of his life. Get, tip, tip your cap to the kid. He did have the game of his life. He's shown no signs that he was going to be able to do that. And the Patriots got burned. I don't know how much they could have adjusted Joe in terms of coverage. I don't think they trusted anybody else. Jalen Mills has enough trouble playing zone on his side of the field. You put him in a two-way go, forget about it. Jawan Williams, you know, maybe you put him in and you kick J.C. Jackson inside. I don't know. But then they go to Diggs. Um, I don't think they had a whole lot of options other than I thought they needed to start bringing the house in the second half because you can't let Josh Allen sit back there and pick you apart. He's he's too talented, and, and the longer it goes – the more trouble you're going to have, the more gaps you're going to have in that zone defense. Sometimes they played man, but those guys can only cover for so long. There was not enough pressure up front in this game, and that's the risk you run the way the Patriots went in with their game plan. What were some of your thoughts on the Patriots' day offensively? I thought that they were good enough in the second half to to hang on and win this game, uh, but that first half, not so great. But what did you think? Yeah, I thought that coming into this game, and I I was outside on the concourse level before the game because I wanted to get a look at the conditions because I was worried about the conditions for Mac Jones because he does not have the strongest arm in the world. Uh, I think this is another game, and they're now going to be stacked on top of each other until he definitively answers the question about, you know, him in cold weather. Uh, you know, today was, you know, with the wind chill and everything was probably in the 30s. It was a tough win going from the lighthouse to the other end. The Patriots showed that they, it looked like they had no interest in really throwing the ball all that much going into the wind. Uh, they did with the wind. Um, I thought that there was, there was a more bad execution up front in the early going. They have to figure out a way to start faster on offense. I mean, it was just the first, the first drive was a disaster. Um, you know, with mixed miss blocking, David Andrews, you know, blew the first run. He also gave up the sack on third down. And, you know, there, we know this Patriots team has a certain formula they need to stick with. And look, they, they were down a couple scores, but they stayed with their game plan largely the whole time. Um, it was effective at points, but, you know, Mac Jones is going to have to be better. I think this is two weeks in a row in a big spot where you look at it, and on the whole, Mac Jones, without a lead, without the defense playing really well and getting short fields and things like that, he looked challenged in this game, and that's to be expected. It's not a, it's not an indictment on Mac Jones. It's not to say he's not going to be better down the road or next year and going forward. It's just he's a rookie quarterback. He looked like a rookie quarterback the last two weeks. All right. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, Greg, just to back you up on that, uh, this is now the third straight week they've given up points in the first quarter. Twenty-eight in the last three games. Wow, first quarter. Wow. That's 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 tough. That's tough for this team the way they're constructed. All right, more coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to get on? Ask questions six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five. We'll uh, dive further deeper into uh, some of the defensive woes for the Patriots today as they fall to the Buffalo Bills at home thirty three. 
to 21. More coming up here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network. I'm J.C. Jackson, a video bank, and I teamed up for a big champion for a child to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. Here's this week's match of the game. Mentor Michael and mentee Michael from Hudson. A video bank, honest to goodness, a videobank.com. Member FDIC, member DIF. Football means cold weather is on the way. Peerless Boilers want you to be ready for the heating season ahead by replacing your old inefficient boiler with a brand new high-efficiency Peerless Boiler. Find out how comfort begins with a Peerless Boiler at PeerlessBoilers.com and find a friendly dealer near you. And remember, Peerless Boilers, America's best-built boilers. This holiday season, marry on with Dunkin's new delicious pancake minis. America runs on Dunkin'. Price participation with very limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Now you can do your grocery shopping without ever getting out of your car with Shaw's Drive Up and Go. Just shop online at Shaw's or use the convenient Shaw's delivery and pickup app and they'll do the shopping and bagging for you. Then just head to the store and they'll bring your order right to your car. You'll enjoy the same in-store pricing. Plus, you'll earn and redeem your Shaw's for you grocery rewards. Place your first online order and get $20 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's.com for details. Cherry lime, blue raspberry, twisted berry. What do those boldly delicious flavors have in common? They're loud, and they're all part of the Bud Light Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye Pack. And they don't just taste loud. The tie-dye cans look loud, too. Bud Light Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye Pack, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2021 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer, St. Louis, Missouri, 63118. Hey, this may be hard to believe, but things are getting better. They'd better be, and especially now, everyone is searching for better. We've had more time to think about making our lives better. Maybe a better job at a better company. A better commuting time to get to better family dinners. You can have a better chance of bettering yourself with a better online education at University of Massachusetts Global. A better university with better courses, instructors, and support. All so you can better yourself. Better enroll now at umassglobal.edu. Hey, it's Greg Bedard of bostonsportsjournal.com. Before producing this commercial, I first asked my wife's permission. Not because I thought she'd say no. It's more so because, like most people, I've been groomed to think the subject of losing weight has a negative connotation. But does it now? Look around. People are either bragging about losing 5 pounds, complaining about not being able to lose weight, or talking about how much weight they put on. Long story short, when I started Awaken 180 Weight Loss, so did my wife. We did it together. Of course, she didn't have to lose the amount of weight I did, But she wanted to improve her health, get down to her ideal weight, and she wanted to support me. It worked. She not only reached her goal, but thanks to her support, I'm getting closer to my ideal weight every week with Awaken 180. Whether both you and your spouse or you alone have made losing weight a resolution, do what we did and choose the solution for weight loss. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Online at awaken180weightloss.com. Every day, 13 children are diagnosed with a brain tumor. This is offensive tackle Justin Haran. I'm teaming up with Credit Union's Kids at Heart to fund new research on childhood brain cancer. This season, with every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will donate funds towards research and clinical trials up to $50,000. Together, we'll gain ground in a fight against the leading cancer cause of death in children. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The First Downs to Fight Pediatric Brain Cancer campaign is generously supported by Hanscom Federal Credit Union and Merrimack. Valley Credit Union. DQ fans know everything's better with bacon, including the $6 meal deal. Now with a bacon cheeseburger plus a refreshing Coke fries and a sundae. All for just six bucks and available all day long. Only at your DQ. 
Happy tastes good. Hey, it's Chase Winovich. On game days, we always have a game plan to accomplish our goals. What's your game plan to add real dairy into all four quarters of your day? Dairy fuels you for whatever comes your way. Real life needs real dairy. Visit newenglanddairy.com backslash game day to learn more. Zolak and Bertrand, middays on the Sports Hub. He's got Moss to his left out of the gut. McKenzie and Sanders to the left. Now McKenzie in motion to the right, joining Knox and Diggs. Shotgun snap to Allen. Drops back, dancing on his feet. He's pressured by Barmore. Rolls to his right. Allen heads upfield, fires to the end zone. Incomplete! <laughs> he threw it off the chest of Sanders. The ball a bit behind him, but it should have been caught by Emmanuel Sanders. Barmore pressuring Allen, and the Patriots take over on down. Plays there. Good job, Papa Smurf. Well, that was the one failure that the Bills had in the red zone today. Otherwise, they scored every time. Uh, the Bills fail on fourth down there. The drop by Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, we'll call that essentially a bit of a turnover today of sorts. Avidia Bank and J.C. Jackson teaming up for Be a Champion for a Child this season to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. New England's defense forcing zero turnovers, but Avidia Bank has donated $27,000 so far this season to help at-risk children. Avidia Bank, honest to goodness. Patriots fall to the Bills today at Gillette Stadium. Again, the final 33-21. This is the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, joined by Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. Just on the defense again, Greg, because I, you know, so Matthew Judon, here he was in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year, rightfully so, looked like money well spent this offseason in terms of the free agents. Unstoppable force. Has he slowed down these last couple of weeks, or is an injury there? Like, something's up there, because he doesn't look like the same guy to me. I think he's dealing with an injury. Uh, it has to be. I mean, the last four games he has not played well. He has not had the same impact. He's had problems on the edge against the run. Um, he, I think it's a combination of injury and probably overuse. I thought that the Patriots played him too much uh, in their early going. Right now it looks like it's sort of like uh, Judon and then Matthew, uh, Jamie Collins goes in for him to get him uh, breathers. Uh, in a couple of big spots, Collins was in there and Judon was not. Um, yeah, I just, and plus, you know, you have to give credit to, you know, the last two opponents, certainly the Colts and the Bills, they know the Patriots, they know, um, you know, how they have to limit them. And I think anybody who watched the Patriots, a large portion of the season said, you know, if you take care of Matthew, Matthew Judon in the pass rush, the Patriots don't have a whole lot else. Uh, Judon and Barmore had more than half the the team's pressures for a long time this season. And uh, if you're going to try to beat the Patriots and play well in offense, you're going to need to limit him. And I think the Colts and the Bills certainly have. And the Patriots have uh, paid for it. And I think, you know, Jim, you're right to talk about, you know, 2019. It is starting to get that feel where, you know, later on in the season, the Patriots get a little bit tired. They're a little bit older. Uh, teams understand how you need to beat them and you know you're just worried about the bad omen uh that that season ended with a well it didn't end but it didn't help that they lost a terrible game against Miami and Ryan Fitzpatrick and they got to finish the season against Miami this year it, it it it's starting to have instead of a lot of people were talking about 2001 it's starting now to feel more like 2019 yeah, you mentioned Mac Jones. The team went uh, one for ten on third down, but they were aggressive on fourth down today, uh, going for it six times, five of the six times. Uh, what did you just think of the game plan in general? I mean, they ran on the first play of the game, then it was pass, pass. They gave up the touchdown. It's pass, pass, pass. So, like, do you think that the game plan was for Damian Harris 
to run the football, and do you think there should have been another running back option, meaning Brandon Bolden or somebody else with Ramondre Stevenson out of the lineup today? I mean, look, you you look at the Bills. Um, they've been run over by everybody, including, you know, since the, the win game in Buffalo. Um, you know, they've had issues with the run. The Bucks ran on them well. You run on the Bucks. I mean, you run on the Bills. And the, the problem is, is that the Patriots don't have a lot of confidence in their pass game. And, look, I think Mac Jones has done really well, especially for a rookie. Um, today was a terrible game. I just posted on Twitter that – he had a minus 19.5 completion percentage above expectation, actually below expectation. He was supposed to uh, complete 63% of his passes. He completed 43.8. So far, that's the second lowest in the NFL this week to Jake Fromm, who was terrible for the Giants. And look, some of that is, you know, it was desperation time late, and the interception late uh, was just him, you know, trying to make a play. So a lot of it, some of it is, is not fair but look he 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 wasn't good enough today you can tell i know people are have been clamoring all year you know why don't you do this why aren't you more aggressive why how many more weeks do you have to watch this team and say the people that know them the best the coaches who are out there every day in practice with them they know what their guys are capable of they do not think putting a game on mac jones's shoulders is a good path for this team, and I, I'm not going to argue with them. The, as far as the running game, yeah, you got to try to come out and pound the run. It'd be nice if you could block, you know, a running play worth of crap to come out for the game for like the third straight week. You know, first play of the game, David Andrews allows penetration. I mean, they just that that stuff can't go on. They need to start faster on the offensive line. The offensive line was a disaster against the Colts to start the game. Um, this offense has a very narrow path to victory and being successful, and that means that the guys that they rely on, you know, guys who have returned, you know, Wynn, Karras, Andrews, Mason, Trent Brown, those guys need to execute. And that they're not is not helping this team, and then you're putting Mac Jones in tough positions, and we know by now he is not capable of shouldering the load for this offense, not against a really good team. And so they have to find a different formula. Steve in Fall River, you're up here on the Shaw's Patriots post-game show with Greg Bedard. Go ahead, Steve. How are you? Good, good. I heard I heard one of the talk radio hosts compare uh, Mac Jones to Chad Pennington, and I'm watching today, and I'm like, that's a great comparison. And that's good, but it's not great. I mean, the guy was good. He wasn't great. Yeah. Pennington may actually have had a stronger arm, which is a little hard to believe, considering he didn't have a strong arm. But that's what we have. Now, the draft hurt them today. This Juwan Williams, wasn't he a third-round draft pick, Greg Bedard? I'm going to let you go on that, Steve. Let's just keep it to the quarterback and what we were saying. So I get the impression, Greg, much like how Joe was brought up earlier in the show, you – you kind of believe that the, the, the elements could be an issue for him. Like the throwing in the cold is potentially a problem for Mac Jones. I do think – right now I do think that. I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, his hand size is fine, but, you know, look, he, he has to get his legs into his throws. Um, it, there are some plays um, that it looks fine. I do think if he's in a, if he's in a strong wind, if he's in a headwind – 
I think he has issues throwing to all parts of the field. I think you're limited on where he can throw the ball. Now, you know, that caller brought up Chad Pennington. That's a comparison that I made uh, before the season, very early in the season, after watching him all in training camp. I said, you know, a young Chad Pennington, not Chad Pennington at the end when his arm was shot. Uh, That being said, I do think that Mac Jones, over time, like Tom Brady, uh, with you know weight training and all that stuff and off-season conditioning, didn't really have a real NFL off-season this year as far as that. His arm's going to get stronger. It's going to be better. I think it's good enough, but he is a rookie, and he, and he has limitations with his arm right now, and I do think that the elements bother him, especially the wind. I think that he does not have a strong enough arm to cut through windy conditions, and I was worried about today, and those those worries turned out to be right. Yeah, I think I agree with you. And I think we start in the first half. Um, I don't want to say noodle arm, but I, uh, I I did see it early on. And when it came to um, the second half, again, I think they did go away from the running game. But I, I asked Jim this off the air, but I can't remember a time where they, you know, where the other team has never punted. Obviously, it's never happened. I asked him if it happened in that Philadelphia Super Bowl. Just once. Nope they 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 did punt. Um, yep. They did punt once in that game, but. Like the the more I look at this team, like doesn't it really come down to you know just the 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 talent overall on the roster? Like I know they have some guys hurt, but like they couldn't do like Hunter Henry was a ghost today. Yep. Um, and well, I, I, they they made him a focal point. They shut him down. I okay. didn't see him open very much. Uh, so sorry, Joe. No, no, I was just gonna say that that was, that was one. And I, I know the the week before we discussed it, you think he wasn't looking for the football on that Darius Leonard interception. Yep. I, I agree with you on that. Are they off right now, or is he just being double-covered and they're sending the blitz like the Colts did last week and everything's just off track for this offense right now? Well, I think the Bills, they know how to play the Patriots. And, um, you know, if you're a good team and you know you play the Patriots twice a year, especially with this, you know, incarnation of the Patriots, you have to know that – you know, Hunter Henry is his go-to guy. Red zone, wherever. I thought I thought he was well covered. There was a play. I can't wait till the coach's film come, comes out. I think it was in the first half, maybe towards the end of the first half. There were a few times where Mac Jones, I thought, took the check down a little bit too early. Um, it you know it worked for you know Josh Allen, but uh, when the Patriots have opportunities to make plays, they need to make them. And there was one time where Mac went quickly. I think checked down to Brandon Bolden where Jacoby Myers was coming open. It was somewhat similar, except Bolden was to the right. Uh, You know, you remember the Bolden interception from last week. This one was more in the middle, but a very similar type play where Jacoby Myers basically had a post from the right side of the formation. They were going towards the closed end. And if Mac Jones just waits a beat longer... Uh, he has Jacoby Myers wide open. I saw Jacoby Myers was very frustrated that he didn't get the ball. It was the same as the interception last week, where if Mac Jones just hangs on to the ball a little bit long, Jacoby Myers is going to clear. There's going to be like a 30, 40 yard gain, and you get some of those plays with Mac Jones. And this offense right now just can't afford to miss those plays. They need Mac Jones to hang in the pocket sometimes and make the tougher throws. And and right now. Uh, he hasn't done that enough uh, in big spots. All right, more of your calls coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal at 617-779-0985. Uh, we'll get to that, though, after the headlines with Joe Murray here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Sports Hub Headlines. 
Patriots lose to the Bills 33-21. It was the Josh Allen show. Threw for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, one of them to Isaiah McKenzie, who actually got the start and was a scratch in the first meeting at 11 receptions today. Damian Harris had over 100 yards on the ground, three touchdowns. It wasn't enough. Mac Jones, 14-32, 145 yards. Did have two interceptions in the game. The, the team is 9-6 and six now. Both the Bills and Patriots tied at 9-6. and six. Bills have the tiebreaker. Patriots play Jacksonville next week, then finish the season at Miami. The Bills host Atlanta next week and finish the season at New uh, at New York. The NFL scoreboard, I'll give you your uh, scores currently going on. Uh, Seahawks lead the Bears 24-17. Chiefs all over the Steelers 30-0. Raiders have a 14-13 lead over the Broncos. Earlier today, it was the Falcons 20, Lions 16, Bengals over the Ravens 41-21, Rams 30, Vikings 23, Jets 26, Jaguars 21, Eagles 34, Giants 10, Buccaneers all over the Panthers 32-6, Texans 41, Chargers 29, Sunday Night Football features the Cowboys hosting Washington Monday Night Football, the Saints host the Red Hot Miami Dolphins. Headlines are brought to you by Valvolinus and Oil Change for your 15-minute drive-through oil change. You never have to leave your car. No appointments ever needed. Go to gettingoilchange.com now to save on your next oil change. I'm Joe Murray. More postgame after this on the Safety Insurance 98 Father Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. Love where you work. The 99 Restaurants is now hiring. They're gearing up for the season and offer very competitive wages, benefits, and career advancement opportunities. Don't miss out on joining this great team. Visit 99restaurants.jobs to find out more. We all had plans, graduations, vacations, home improvement, plans that were put on hold because of money. Rockland Federal Credit Union can help you navigate your way forward with mobile check deposit, online bill pay, and a free credit monitoring tool right in the RFCU app. RFCU has the modern conveniences you've come to expect, the products you need, and the personal service you deserve. Visit RFCU.com to find out more. Rockland Federal Credit Union. Our legacy, our future. Federally insured by NCUA up to $250,000 and additionally insured by the Massachusetts Credit Union Share Insurance Corporation. New England Patriots Captain Matthew Slater for Ad Care. My first experience with addiction was actually with a family member. I was very young at the time. I didn't really understand, but I knew that it really rocked my family to the core. Thank God that family member got the help that they needed. Sometimes you get yourself backed into a corner and feel like you've got to do it alone. But I think it's important for those people that are in that situation right now in their lives to understand they don't have to do it alone. You know, you can make it through this. You can get back on track. Speak up, reach out, get help. Call one 800 Alcohol or visit adcare.com. Life is busy, like juggling a loose ball. This is David Andrews, football captain and Roach Brothers shopper. Roach Brothers grocery delivery and curbside pickup makes life a lot easier. Just order online at roachbros.com or in their app. I can choose to pick it up when I leave practice or have it delivered when I get home. Their shoppers pick the best quality meat and produce, just like you would if you were at the store yourself. Cross grocery shopping off your to-do list and order a delivery or curbside pickup from Roach Brothers today. Football, food, fun at Roach Brothers. Check off their holiday wish list with Dunkin'. Pick up two boxes of K-Cup pods for $14.99 or four pounds of coffee for $19.99, including their deep and rich Dunkin' Midnight, now available to brew at home. Treat your coffee-loving friends and family to a Dunkin' run right in the comfort of their kitchen with the most sippable gift of the season. Get them in store or on the app. America runs on Dunkin'. Single item at regular price. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Keurig and K-Cup are trademarks of Curry Green Mountain Incorporated. Used with permission. This year, don't just get ready, get holiday ready with Ford. 
And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Whether you're getting out to the mall or getting off the grid, we've got a Ford SUV that's perfect for you. Or check out America's best-selling trucks, Ford F-Series. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right and get our best offers during the Get Holiday Ready sales event at your local Ford dealer. Best-selling claim based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Hey, New Englanders, do what I did. Be prepared for the winter with the king of snow, Aaron's. Aaron's Snowthrowers, the official snowthrower of the New England Patriots, and they're assembling round the clock to meet this record demand. In fact, Aaron's is increasing production to its highest level ever to keep you cleared out all winter long. Aaron's, still a family-owned business, still in Wisconsin, still the number one selling brand of two-stage snowblowers in the world. I've owned one for 20 years. Remember, it's not just a snowblower, it's an Aaron's. Visit your independent Aaron's dealer. Do it today. Live only happens once. For concert tickets, tour information, and all things live music, visit LiveNation.com. The Bruins, Loon Mountain Resort, and 98.5 The Sports Hub bring you the Skate and Ski Package. Purchase a $99 ticket to select Bruins games and receive a complimentary lift ticket to Loon Mountain just two hours north of Boston in Lincoln, New Hampshire. Purchase your ticket today at BostonBruins.com slash Skate and Ski. Hey, it's Beetle. This holiday, shop the Diamond Guild for the jewelry she's always wanted, including New England's largest selection of engagement rings at wholesale prices. Skip the retail crowds and do what I do. Shop privately with the time and space you deserve to pick out the perfect gift. Maybe some diamond earrings or a tennis bracelet. They have something for you from $50 to $50,000. Schedule your exclusive appointment today at thediamondguild.com and then visit my friends at the Space Center, 83 Moore Street in Norwood, for your private shopping experience. The Diamond Guild, where New England gets engaged for the holidays listen live check out our podcast with the 98.5 the sports hub app Perry the lone split to the left Johnny Smith is on the left wing Wenu the tight end right Johnson in front of Harris and now they pitch it left on the counter Damian to the 15-10 across the five Pollard at the two but he spins in for the score touchdown Patriots Time the end of the game, rushing touchdown update, courtesy of Verizon. The Patriots with three rushing touchdowns today, all Damian Harris. And Verizon has teamed up with Damian Harris of the New England Patriots for rushing to help first responders this season to honor New England's first responders. Nominate your first responder now on our contest page at 98.5thesportshub.com. Patriots fall to the Buffalo Bills today, 33-21. to This is the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, final segment here at Greg Bedard the Boston Sports Journal. It's not the reason they lost, Greg, but we do have to bring it up because, boy, was it noticeable. Your thoughts on the officiating today in this game? Uh, you guys would have a better view than I would. I mean, I, I, I was able to catch wind of a lot of the complaining, but I really didn't have much of any. I, I didn't like them picking up the flag. Um, when Mac Jones got tackled on the sideline. The David Andrews taunting, I had no problem with that. That was a dumb mistake by David Andrews. He copped to it after the game. Like, you know you have the flag. Just leave it alone. And I thought the ref, he talked to Mike Reese uh, with the with the pool. Uh, he was the pool reporter after the game. And the ref said, we had the situation under control, and then the New England player got in the face of the opponent and started yelling, so we had a taunting foul. I think that's entirely correct. Like it was, the play was over. It was fine. 
Milano had apologized. He was like, my bad. He made a mistake. Patriots got 15 more yards, and then Andrews comes in and very nearly headbusts the guy. That was just stupid. Trent Brown got a stupid taunting penalty that was uncalled for. I mean, how many weeks have we been at this? We know these guys call these flags this year. Whether you like it or not, they call it. Like, don't be an idiot. No, then don't don't pick him up. Don't pick him up either. And you know what? I'm going to defend Andrews at the end of the game, by the way. When okay, your quarterback gets hit, listen, when you're an offensive lineman and your rookie quarterback's getting hit, you should say something. I'm glad Trent Brown did it. I'm glad David Andrews did. And in the, a rivalry game, essentially, for the East, for the AFC East, it's whack on the officiating for even doing that. You let the two teams play. Have you ever watched the Steelers and Ravens play? They get in each other's faces constantly. That's, just, that's the softest call I've seen. And I get it. You have the flag in your hand, Greg. I get the point. But you do have to... Protect your your rookie quarterback. If that was Tom oh, Brady, on, that would have been a flag. Protect your quarterback. Yes. The play was over. It he's, wasn't like it just happened. He's a rookie. They did it twice to him on the oh, same drive. Out loud. He's not. He's they, not your younger they, brother. Just they, leave it alone. By the way, this like, is, it was over. You had the fifteen yards. They, like you want to say something? Go ahead. Say something from like two yards away. Don't almost headbutt the guy. That's what got it. He got in the guy's it, face. It happens like, it was constantly over. in the league, and it's never called. And they called it today. I, I've in seen this it game. called every week, Joe. I've seen it and, called every and, week. Listen, it I'm was not compl- stupid. It was in front I, of the whole place, I, the whole nation. It was dumb. I'm not complaining about the officials in this game. It happened both ways. There was a Myers. Little tug towards the end of the game there that was not a the, the little uh, touchdown to Dawson Knox that was not you know that, that was all ticky tack stuff. This crew was terrible today, and if you consider and tell me they weren't, then you you, you got to watch all the football games. The entire league and product officiating is terrible, and that was the softest flag in this game. And I know it happened right in front of everyone's face, but that's soft in this type of that mat- matchup. It was for the AFC it was, it East. It was like it's in soft. every sport, hockey, NFL, the second guy always gets it, and he got it. It was stupid. Anders knew it. He he copped to it in the post game show. Like what? Were they terrible in the game? I don't know. I saw the Patriots. They probably were for both sides, but. What are you going to do about but, it now? All right, so let's talk I mean, about it's, the, it's week well, 16. Well, let's talk about the Hughes play because if that happens, the ball's on the 38-yard The Hughes yard. play was dumb. He never should have picked up the flag. He should have. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what are you going to – you're going to just throw it to the guy? They weren't consistent. None of this was consistent today. It wasn't. And and that, that and I don't even – if you want me to give you it's this – not a the, story in the game. It did not it, affect the game. But it affected the first half. It did. It didn't affect the game. It affected the, the first Patriots half. Patriots got their ass whooped. Yes, they didn't they pull never, once, Joe. I get it. What they you never whining about the officiating. They, again, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm officiating. I'm, I'm complaining about consistency. Like that's a ball. You would have had the ball in the 38 yard line. You would have had the ball in the 38 yard line going into the half, possibly so, down seven points. It changed the complexion of the game. And it, and again, they never stopped the Buffalo Bills. They had eight possessions. They scored on seven of them. I'm just saying, be consistent. If you're going to say, oh, no, that was stupid, be consistent about it. it they, I they, said they shouldn't have picked up that flag. Okay. And so the, the the one about that, that the Hughes play, it, what blows when, my when mind. was that flag? Uh, that roughing was, the passer. So they got the roughing the passer, which was right. About the end of the second um, half. Uh, first half, rather. About the end of the first half. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. Yes, they could have thrown the flag, but if Trent Brown wasn't an idiot and started mouthing off, then it would have been second and three. Yes, but when don't tell me that it. Don't when tell you me play it the game, the you protect thing. your quarter. I, you What's all, Trent Brown? Who's Trent Brown protecting? He's it was standing up, jumping. The play. He's it was jumping on the other. Joe. He's not. Even, 
you, this is something we see week in and week out. Offensive linemen protect their quarterback. He almost went over the line of scrimmage, mouthing off to the other team. You're asking okay, for let's, it. Let's, it was 10 minutes after the play, Joe. One guy hits him in the head and it throws him been, outside. The other guy's yelling. Brown being let's an idiot. It would have been that? second and three at the New England 47. They're on pace. They're, they're fine where they are. Right, well, I think we can all agree the officiating kind of blows in the league it right stinks. now. Yeah, uh, it stinks. I just want to be consistent. It stinks all around, and it was on both sides today. But there's a more important thing facing the Patriots right now, and Kevin in Weymouth wants to bring that up. Go ahead, Kevin. You're on here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Hi, Kevin. Hey, guys. I'm just wondering, what are the updated expectations? Because I know before this game we were thinking, like, win a home game in the playoffs. Now we're probably going to be a wild card slot. What are we looking at? After this, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, the, the narrative certainly has changed, Greg. Uh, it was the talk of it's Patriots, KFC, uh, KFC. <laughs> Good fried chicken on my mind here. Can you tell? Yeah. Very hungry. And Patriots and KC, where's it going to be? Those two teams are going to meet in the AFC Championship t- uh, game. They've gone from the one seed down to the six seed. I mean, you've got a couple of lambs, I feel like, uh, left on the schedule, Jacksonville, but at Miami. Um, have your expectations changed for them? Or you still think they can maybe go on a deep run? Oh, I don't know if they can. I don't know if I really entertain that. I mean, I thought they needed maybe a buy. They needed a lot of things to go well. I mean, I look at this. I'll just put it this way: if this continues on the way it's going, and they go out with a first round loss uh, on the road, you know, I mean, it's going to be on the road unless Buffalo face plants in the final two games against the Falcons and the Jets. Uh, if they lose in the first round on the road, um, I think they underachieved. Uh, it, all they had to do was split these two games with the with the Colts and the Bills, and they got dominated in all three phases in both games. And uh, they spit the bit when they had a chance, sort of like 2019. And now they're going to go on the road, and if they lose that game because of that, then they have only themselves a brain, and I think they've slightly underachieved. I still think this team should win a playoff game. So if they do that, and they can, depending on the matchup, uh, because they match up better than against some teams than others, but if they go out and they lose in the first round on the road, I think it's disappointing for this team, where they were. Hey, Greg, you any uh, New Year's resolutions? Uh, I, I think I think that was the same uh, to argue with you more about the officiating. Um, I think that I think that was the same woman who asked, and I don't know what outlet she's from. It, God, I feel so bad because I know she has some assignment editor or put her up to that. Like, that's a Friday question. Ask it on the teleconference yeah. or whatever. When, but I think that's the same woman who asked the uh, the the uh, fans who have supported you around uh, thick and thin. Oh, I think that was yeah. the same one. And not not a whole lot of thin around here, lady. Well, Greg, what, you, what are you on this week? I know it's kind of a wacky schedule that we get going on at the Sports Hub. You're hosting some days. Do you, do you know what days you're working? So I, I am not hosting uh, either day, but I am on 8 to 10 tomorrow morning with uh, uh, McBone and Barth. Okay. Uh, so I'm on from 8 to 10 tomorrow morning. And then Tuesday I am on with Joe I think, oh, wow. and we can argue more about the officiating from my regular two. Dis- oh, this is great! You're going to watch the tape. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you're going to watch the tape and actually, like, all right, Joe. Maybe I will I complain it. about the officiating after watching the tape. Mm. All right, Greg. Not being from where I was. Well, tomorrow morning here on 98.5 of Sports, I'm your usual Big Boy Tuesday spot on Felger and Maz. All right, Greg. Thanks for taking the time, bud. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, BostonSportsJournal.com. We'll be back to uh, wrap things up here as the Patriots. 
now lose their second in a row to a playoff team. 33-21 the final day. They follow the Buffalo Bills. We'll be back after this here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports and Patriots Radio Network.